Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. some testimonies in the house. Amen. Oh, are you excited about the testimonies? This section, are you excited about the testimonies? Ronald, are you excited about the testimonies? And put your hands together to welcome our sister Mabna to share a testimony. Put your hands together for her as she comes. Oh, don't stop clapping till she gets here. This section, you're not clapping at all. Amen. Hey, sir. Yourself. Hi everybody. Please, my name is Mabna. Wait, I'm wait. This side didn't say hi. Introduce yourself. Hi again. everybody. Beautiful. Great. So my name is Mabna, and okay. I'm with the film stars in Basanta. Oh wow. Yeah. My testimony. <laughs> my testimony is about um, divine provision. How um, God, through the prophecies of our bishop, um, provided for my fees. Okay. So last year during flow prayer and on one of the sessions, Bishop asked us to give an offering and he said this particular offering, the, it will be multiplied by a thousand. Wow. And the money I had on me in my mom was 10 cities. So I gave it. 10 Ghana cities. And I was like, God, do it for your girl. <laughs> I wanted the money to do something else. I didn't even think about school or anything. I wanted mm. the money to do something else. Buy wigs. No. Oh, okay. Just checking. I mean, this, this guy wigs is a very important thing in life. Mm. It's a business continue. thing I wanted to do, and I wanted to use that to do it. So, I, I mean, Look. I forgot about it. Then, my school fees time came, and then, um, when I got my admission letter on Sunday, on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and in the admission letter, they said that we should pay the fees before 31st December. Which and the next day was... Um, a Monday was a holiday. Okay. So I had four days from Tuesday to Friday. Wow. To raise a few CDs below 10,000 CDs to wow. pay. Wow. Now my dad had said he would pay. But then it was short notice. Very to, short notice. Yes. Five days, 10,000 CDs. Four, not five, four days. Four days. Wow. To raise 10,000 CDs. So when I told him about it, he said I should be fair. I said, hey. Hey. No, no, this door that has opened, if I let it pass me by, I know that that's the end. Mm. So I told him, No, I'll not defer. He gave me some weird terms and conditions. I said, It's not a problem, but the school I'll go. Wow. So he was able to get half of the money for okay. me. No, he got 4,005. Yes. Half. 5,005. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So now, how to get this 5,005? I, I don't know. During the vacation, I met this friend. Just gave me two thousand. Wow! Um, my friend in my friend in London also sent me two thousand. <laughs> Those of you who are not friendly, I'm 
me, I'm tapping you. A friend I met, and my friend in London, okay. <clears throat> Hello, please, volume two series, right? Volume two, Ghana, okay, for my mic, thank you. Okay, Joshua gave me 2,000, so that was 4,000. Okay. I needed 1,005 more. Then there was this other person who told me that when I am ready to go to school, he will help me. Okay. Like he was even the person pushing for me to go aside wow. my father. I called this person, I told her, oh, I've been able to raise, I had this, it's left with this. So Eddie, now I'm help your girl out. Eddie, now I'm saying he didn't have money. Like okay. the system is bad. That is, you know, a lot Eddie of excuses. Then he said, but why won't you ask your boss? I mean, Joshua is a nice person. He can help you. Hmm. I said, ah, there's no harm in trying. So I called my boss and I told him that, oh, I have admission to come and study law, this, this, that. I was like, oh, wow, I'm very proud of you. Oh, Babna, I'm very proud of you. Uh -huh, so what is this now? Then, so <laughs> I've been able to raise up to this amount actually need so it wasn't exactly up to ten thousand i needed thousand two hundred and eighteen more okay so i told him that i need like roughly thousand three he said oh so should i send it to your number i said no <laughs> i said no i've raised my limits so wow. this is that my father had sent okay. uh, his money to mine right. so if i make him send i can't redraw it okay then i made him send it to my friend's momo and that day I had the 10,000 to be wow. paid. the everything. I ended up paying the school fees. Uh -huh. And I had coins for myself. Wow. So I really thank God. I remember during those times, I texted Yes, I was like, hey, yes, right? The fees has come. He said, I spoke to your father. Then every time I kept updating, she was like, God will help you. God, wow. God has done it. God will help you in your situation. Say amen. God has done it. Like, it has worked. Offering the 10,000, I'm still waiting for it. So, hey. I just thought the Holy Spirit reminded me of, How do you think you're able to pay your school? Okay, I was like, Hey, it's true. I'm sorry, you have so to be very you. sorry. So, I like to tell everyone that, um, you never know when an offering, a like given an offering, yeah. is, is activating a blessing for you. Yeah. Many a times, we expect the blessing to come. In the certain way, you know, we expect it to come ten thousand boom bam for you. <laughs> but, but God doesn't do things like that. I mean, hard He can, but hardly does He do things like that. So, I mean, whatever it is, I mean, just just believe God. Wow. And when He reminds you that this is how I did this thing, be careful to bring in its time. Amen. God Thank bless you. Put your hands together for us. Let's welcome our brother Adam to share his testimony with us. Put your hands up when Matthew comes. All right. Please introduce Hello yourself. Everyone. Oh, guys, be encouraging me. Come, come, come closer. Hello, everyone. Come closer. All right. What's your name? Okay, my name is Adam. Okay. And From I'm which Basanta? I'm in the Austrian Basanta. Wow. So, Adam, what's your testimony about? So. Testimony is about how my fees got paid mysteriously. Hey! So today we are having divine probation testimony about school fees. Receive yours in Jesus' name. And then what, 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 what program are you doing? Okay, so I'm offering mechanical engineering. Okay, which year? Which year are you in? I'm in my fourth year. Wow. 
What, what was the problem? <laughs> That's it. All the way from okay, the back. So, uh, beginning the semester, even before I came to school, mm-hmm. I already I knew that like paying pay, um, this academic year thing was going to be difficult because. But then my siblings were, have also started uni and wow. my friends have to like, there was pressure. So when I came, like I had made up my mind actually, if anything cry, maybe I'll apply for KBN or one of them, then I'll sort myself out. But the thing, it wasn't coming. So as we were approaching exams week, mm-hmm. I realized that th- this one here, either, I, so I called my friends and told them that as I'm not getting any money to pay them, then that means they will either defend me for this academic year. In final year, they will defer you. May you not be deferred from any promotion in your life. So I was, I was like, um, I got a message uh, that we should pay our fee before the begin. Um, the exam starts. Okay. Uh-huh. So when I saw the message, I told my dad that they have sent the message. So this one here, I'm going to get deferred. Oh. So when exam, exam weeks came, like I had my paper on Thursday. So on Monday, mommy sent a prayer into the. Mm-hmm. I, I was not having paper by then, but I just listened to yeah. it. So she said that every uh, fee that has been owed, and she mentioned a lot. So I just said, okay, this one, let me just go and check mm-hmm. my uh, the courses that have registered. You said something told you to go and check. Yes. Mm-hmm. If if there's a red line there, then that means that they've deferred me. Okay. So then I went to check. Ah. Everything was normal. Mm. I told you it was just a normal glitch on AIM app. So I went to our main portal. Everything was normal there. Then College of Engineering usually sends out some links for you to register so that you see your room and the courses you okay, registered. Your exam timetable. Yes. When I went there too, everything was normal. When you say normal, what does it mean? Like, it, seems, it means that I've been registered for the course and I'm meant, I'm meant to take the exams. You are ready to take the exams? Yeah, but I have to take the exams. You, know that you, you knew that you hadn't paid school Yes, I've so not paid. So, so first you thought it was a glitch. They went to check and they went to fill the link again. Everything was yes, normal. Everything was normal. Then I said, okay, let me check the fees. Okay. ABI. <laughs> ABI is a glitch. So I checked AIM up first and I just scrolled to transactions. Then I saw that like um, they had 0.00 there. <laughs> Someone says 0.00. You know, this is the only time that 0.00 is a good figure to see. At that that point, like, now I was, like, really shocked. So, I went to check, like, the payment. Usually they have uh, who paid and when it was paid. Mm -hmm. So, then I went to check. They wrote offline payment and it was dated 4th April. Wow. I was like, so, ah. So, all this while my fees were paid and... You so are I learning thought, under pressure. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought my my parents were uh, playing some prank for me, so I called them and said, "Ah, so you you paid the fees and you are telling me you've not paid." And my dad was like, "Ah, when paid what? Yeah, he himself he doesn't know how to pay." So. <laughs> Somebody say yeah. yeah. So I did a little bit of research to see like who paid. And up to now, I still don't know where. You can't find the angel who paid your school fees. And everything was paid to the last person. And you owe 0.00. Oh, I see you receiving payment. Miraculous provision for school fees for those who have to pay in Jesus' name. Wow. So, Adam, you don't have to defend. I don't have to defend. You can learn with peace of mind. I can learn with the peace of mind. Like, I'm writing the exams. 
Ui. Wow. Wow. Put your hands together for this testimony. Amen. So, Adam, what would you like to tell the church? So, I would like to tell the church that, like, sometimes the things we do in the house of God, like, let's take them really seriously. Yeah. So, usually, I only listen to mommy's prayers when I'm going to write. Like, when I'm, going when to I'm write about to enter, then I'm like this. <laughs> but that particular day in the morning, I was just uh, playing the prayers over and over again. And wow. I was being prompt to go and check my aim out. Wow. Because I had the mindset that exams, I was not going to write. So the learning crana, it wasn't going well. Oh. Wow. God bless you. And then put your hands together for him. Amen. to 
Are you happy to be in church? If today is your first time, I want to welcome you to the Fountain of Life Cathedral. Your life is about to change, hallelujah, by the word you are about to hear. Amen. So I want you to prepare your hearts because you are about to receive a life-changing message from our pastor, our shepherd, the bishop that God has given to you and I. I want you to put your hands together. Let's welcome our pastor. Put your hands together for ES Joy. grace and we thank you for mercy. We thank you for help from above. We thank you for your hand in our lives. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Please find your Bible before you take your seat and you want to make your confession and say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your seat. Our confession is working for us and working on us. Hey. Hallelujah. The Bible says good things about you. Oh, yes. Only that you have not been reading it, so you are not sure. But... You can do what it says you can do. What does the Bible say you can do? Uh, but I thought you said you can't do this exam. You can't do this business. You can't do what again? Please tell your neighbor what you said you cannot do so that your neighbor will tell you you can do it. Tell your neighbor what you said you cannot do. Somebody here, you were going to start business. You say, I can't do. Hey. Maybe you need to take a little more time and study it, but according to the Bible, you can do it. Hey. Are you there? And if you are sitting by a student, tell the student that, look, failing exams is not in the Bible. Uh, yeah, we are not, you can't fail, you can't. <laughs> Hallelujah. And tell your neighbor, I'm changing. Tell your neighbor, I'm changing. Oh, you'll be there, you'll be looking at me that, oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to continue sharing on neutralizing cases. How to neutralize a curse. I have to tell you that it's a very difficult message to preach. The reason for it being difficult is time. Uh -huh. if, you miss, if you understand it the wrong way, you'll be so angry with me, you'll not be happy in life. Yeah, but it's time, and we don't have as much time. Amen. And that's why I want you to make sure that after service, you go and get your package of books all to all, so that you can open it yourself. Amen. That's the one we are preaching from. Every book of Bishop Doug is full of scriptures. It's the explanations of the scriptures that is helping us. Are you there? Oh, hello. Yeah. 
and, and this is one of the books. In fact, this message changed my life. It will tell you why we are struggling with so many things. Hmm. Hello. Recently, I was reading some students were texting, said, oh, we are so stressed. I laughed. Uh, and I laughed because I said, you are now coming to meet stress. <laughs> yeah, so you are now coming to meet what we call stressed. <laughs> are you there? Doesn't matter what job you do. Doesn't matter whichever job you do. Hey. Hello. And the reason is because of a case. Hey. Hello. When you are a woman, you don't have a husband, you say trouble. You have one, trouble. You say you don't have children, trouble. You have some, trouble. I mean, some of you, your mother has been crying since you were born. She's crying out now. I remember I had a, an assistant who used to be an alcoholic before he came to Christ, you know. And he said, look, he'll go and drink. And then when he stumbles into the house and falls into his bed, then he'll hear his mother on her knees. She's praying, oh God, my son, look. My, then he said in his drunken state, said he'll laugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you there? What was working? In sorrow, you will bear your children. One would have thought with all the bad stories we have heard now, we say we will not marry. <laughs> Did I not boss you last week? Was it last week or last two weeks? I told you about my friend, my classmate, who is 63 years old, who said I should pray for her to get a husband. I thought by the age of 63, at least it's over now. So I thought she was going to say I should pray for her, what? Her health or her prosperity or something, something. But you see, it's because we are dealing with a curse. But the good part of this message is not to press us down that there's a curse, so sit in it. No. It is that since you have seen what it is, what can we now do about it? I, I hope you are with me so far. Yeah. What can we do about it? Because there's a reason. There's a reason why the picture of all the African countries, Sub-Sahara, is the same. There's a reason. There's a reason why we cannot build that road. One road we have been building from Akatil to Kumasi, we are on it. Hey! We are still on it, though. we have not gone far. When we do this half, then this half is false. We do this up. There is a tell your neighbor there is a reason. And if you do not find the reason, you will not take the steps you need to take. Are you there? There's a reason why in your kitchen there are flies. There's a reason why there are also cockroaches. There's a reason why the oil that you used to fry fish two months ago is still in a, a battle there. Don't do like it's not your house I'm describing. And there's a reason why when you get a visitor in the house and visitor says, please, can I use your washroom? You say, let me go and check it first. There's a reason. <laughs> hey! Are you in the church? There's a reason why after every Sunday the ashes have to sweep bola. Hey! In fact, it starts from Saturday. 
fine, fine people, they have come for uh, rehearsal. When they go, boiler, boiler. <laughs> never, not even boiler, boiler, boiler. Hey! There's a reason why you stand there holding your, your bread and your, your communion wine and daddy will pray and say, take your bread, you take it. Take your wine, you take it. Everything, something, something. Amen, amen. And that thing you are holding, it will land on the floor. There's a reason. And you must find the reason. If you don't find, you see, if your analysis is wrong, what you do to counter it will be wrong and it will not work. I like to use the example of one of my sons. This boy speaks only English as far as I know him since I born him. The only language I know he knows well is English. Every other language at that time, today at least he speaks another one, but at that time he had only one. You have gone to do, he was at the time in JHS 3, and you are writing your English exam, and you bring me 54%. So I called him that, ah, you don't speak any other language in this world. <laughs> if you spoke another language, I will say the other language was interfering with your English. In Tina, you have written 54. You know how. But the only language you, know, you speak and you have brought 54%. And the boy looked at my face and told me that it's because his teacher does not like him. Hey, my God, since almost came. I said, ah, how? How can you say that? You see, there's a reason why you always think it's somebody else's fault. It's also part of the problem. That thinking, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have... It's also part of the thinking. So I told him, go back to your teacher and tell your teacher that your mother was not happy with your 54. So she wants to know what you did wrong. I thank God for some teachers who are real teachers. And this teacher took the time and sent me how the marking scheme was supposed to work. Right from page one, official letter, what could you address no, as if it is, uh, uh, what do you call it? So, right there, minus this, minus this, minus this. How he ended the letter, minus that, minus that, minus that. So, even when we have not even read your letter, <laughs> We have not even read what you wrote in the letter. Already minus something, something, something. <laughs> By the time we finished going through the paper, it was very clear that it was a minus 40 something. All from the things he did not do. What is the point of me telling you this story? His analysis was wrong. If he had gone by what he was saying... His prayer would have been, Lord, let my teacher like me. Lord, neutralize my teacher. It would never his hell helped him with one mark for the BEC. But by determining and looking for the real thing, the real thing, he could now correct it. Hallelujah. I hope you understand what I'm trying to share with you. So if you are looking at something and you are giving a different reason, it will not change. Many times, we are giving another reason. Hello? And not the real reason. And that's why we need to know what is really behind it so that we'll now take the steps that we need to take. Hallelujah. Are you in the church today? Yeah. I'm going to spend time over the next two or three weeks, by the grace of God, sharing with you 
three curses that affect you. Yeah, they, don't worry. It's not only you they affect. They affect me too. Yeah, but when I heard this message, I understood it and used it to work. Do you understand? So you too, as you take it, tell neighbor, please don't be angry. Because some of the things, when you hear it, you go bored. It's like when I'm asking you about your kitchen. You want to frown at me that, ah, why are you in my house? I don't have to be in your house. I know I was fighting you. Some of you guys, when we even pass by your room, is smelling. Mm. Are you here? We pass by the room, the smell. Because your cloth that they gave you in SHS 1 to cover yourself. <laughs> From SHS 1 now till today, 14 years, you have not washed that cloth. Can you please look at your neighbor and say, Yeah, wanna, yeah, wanna. <laughs> hey. And you see, the thing is that none of us are working free. All of us, these three cases we are going to be we are going to be discussing over the next couple of you are inside. Tell anybody you are in it. You are in it. You are in it. And if you find that some of the things don't apply to you, it's just the grace of God. But as you continue, you realize that, look, I'm delivering myself. Today, I want to start with the first two. And so, we, yeah, because when you see the picture of the thing, you understand it. So let's take a look at the curse of Adam and what it brought. You see, if you don't understand the curse, you will apply the wrong um, cure to it. Are you here? Because some curses, I told you, they can be abolished. They can be wiped out. Some too, you can never wipe them out. So when you cannot wipe it out, you must look for how to mitigate, how to bring it down. How to soften the effect of it. Hallelujah. So you must understand the picture. Let's begin with the case on Adam and go to Genesis chapter 3. In Genesis chapter 3 says, And to Adam he said, Because you have hearkened unto the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree that I commanded you, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. Till you return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken. For dust thou art and unto dust thou shalt return. This was the curse on Adam. It applies to us all. Hey. Yes, if you're about to argue with me, I want to ask you, do we not all return to dust? Ah, that one you cannot say it's strong. Have you seen? <laughs> do we not all tend to dust? Your aunt or uncle who you like, did they go to heaven like uh, uh, Enoch or they went to dust? Okay. Cursed is the ground for your sake. Does the ground do anything that is easy? Ah, it's a question I'm asking you. Whether it's farming or Mining or building anything you have to do with the ground, which one is easy? <laughs> okay. In sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of life. I want to ask you whether sorrow is part of life or not. Please, if you have never cried in your life before, please put up your hands so that you will lay hands on all of us so that you have never cried in your life. Even babies, babies, they have not seen anything. When they come into the world, even before they have tasted their mother's milk, they start crying, why yo, why yo, why is this place that they have brought me? 
baby, baby has not gone anywhere. He has only exited from the... We say, as I've left this place into life. Ah, I was in a place where I was eating free. Board and lodging was free. Water was free. Sickness never touched me. I didn't have any problems. Look at the force with which I was even ejected from there. <laughs> if you have never seen the force with which a baby is born, it is really something. Oh yeah, it's real force. One of my children almost fell off the bed. Yeah, yeah, just pew. No! If even you are going to remove me from here, do it slowly. Eh? <laughs> what is this? It's like someone has pressed eject button. From the day you start school, you have cried. Hey! Then it continues. Thorns <laughs> and thistles shall it bring. You see, what does it mean? It means that in the middle of it all, there's so much pain. Have you ever done something that you feel that the reward did not match the effort you put in? That's the thorns and thistles. If you look at if you look at everything that you put into the thing, it should have brought. But look at what it has brought. Look at what it has brought. Sometimes you even feel so angry, you want to close down the business. Or even want to stop the cause that you are. You feel that all this effort. All this effort. When I saw what happened to my son when he was doing his house job in medical school, I said, This is a bad job. Ah! What kind of crucifixion of human beings is this? That's how it is. After six years of hard labor, then they went school fees. They went to harder labor. Up until today, oh, look. <laughs> Why? Because thorns and thistles. You are putting your everything. Have you seen how those who cook and sell? Have you seen how they sweat? Then when they come back home, they don't know who to kiss because after all that sweat, ah. <laughs> In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. It's very important that we understand it because if we don't understand, we will complain. There are some of us who are walking through life as though there's a place where it gets easier. I came to inform you that it doesn't get easier. By the time it's, you are, it is getting easier, you are old. <laughs> Hey, the church is very quiet. Oh. Let's look at you. Just let's look at a few, a few jobs around and see whether any of them there's no sweat inside. Managers, do they sweat? <laughs> Those of you working in the bank, are your managers sweating? <laughs> they are carrying the whole target. It's on their head. So you, you have a piece of the target, and they have the rest of it. They go, uh -huh, and then they are, they are blasted there. Then they bring you your share of the blasters. Have you not seen that they have a batch of diseases that belongs to them? Starting with high blood pressure. No, or starting with ulcer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, if you are working in a factory and you are saying that, eh, there are these people, they are sitting in the air conditioning office and they, and they don't understand. They are sitting in a cry. You see, you, you lack understanding. So from today, understand that as for the sweating, everybody is sweating. Everybody. I tell you, 
They are people. They are terribly rich. Eh? Their sweat is more than yours. You, you even fall asleep with your door open. <laughs> hey! Are you there? Have you ever fallen asleep and your door was open? Some, yeah. they, they cannot. Oh. They cannot. Hey, they dare not. As you are sitting here and they are giving us figures. Inflation has done this. Something, something, something. You don't even understand it well. Oh. But there are some people, they are hard. Look. Hey. Somebody say he lost 1.3 billion in a day. Medical work, we have already talked about their troubles. What about the educational field? Are they sweating? The teachers, the professors, are they sweating? Was it not COVID and some parents were praying, oh God, let schools open. You didn't know your child is a monster like that. <laughs> because every day, you wake up and you bath them and you send them <laughs> to package them to go and torment somebody. Now that's the house with you. <laughs> hey, some people, it's only after COVID that they began to respect the teacher. Because they say, hey, these people, and there are 30 of them. You, you are only two, three in your house. Hey, are you there? So in the educational field too, there's sweat. You, if you like, let's come even to the older students. I think they are even worse. Because when you read that, they have even now given you a nickname. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Please, the lawyers and judges, do they sweat? Because we have been watching films in which Charlie, the lawyer is a blow man and things. For every blow man, there are thousands of them who are just struggling to make a living. Eh, please, is it true or is it not true? Ah. Ah, I was complaining about it. Eh, you were looking at the thing, Charlie, by now it should have been yielding some fruit. It's not. If you like, just go to the law courts. In fact, we used to go around that area a lot when we were growing up, and I saw the old cars. He's like coming back. He'll <laughs> get down from the car holding his briefcase. What was that briefcase? No, he bought it when he qualified. He's uh, 25 years. <laughs> Mommy, are you laughing at the lawyers? No, I'm just laughing at the sadness of it. He's sweating. Some of them, you see the jackets. What do say? Jackets? No. No! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm just trying to make you see something. Oh, have you seen that in all of them there's sweat? In all, there's sweat. That is the case, it is still working. So, when you decide to go to school, you see, the worst of the lot are the ones who say, I won't go. And this one's for you, young people, because some of you, there's nonsense in your head. The first way to mitigate the case is by wisdom. So let wisdom allow you go to school. At least you're sweating. It won't be under the sun. Plus 40 degrees sweat. You're outside in the heat. And the one indoors, which one do you like? Hmm. You are very quiet. Oh. 
Construction work. Architects. <laughs> Engineers. Are you there? Quantity surveyors. Contractors. Are they sweating or not? Are they sweating or not? Oh. Quantities are there, they won't tell you, eh, but some of them, they have to walk miles a day. Because the project that they are supervising, they have to go and check it. Every two kilos, they will walk like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Entrepreneurs, are they sweating? Uh, Somebody is, who are the entrepreneurs? The traders. When I see the street vendors, you can ask my guys. I always ask them, so this thing that they are selling, how many will they sell before they will collect their profit? Let's just use egg. Are you calculating already? How much is the tray of egg? The 30. Then they sell it. How much is the profit from those 30 eggs? And you are still quarreling with them that they should do so. I'm just asking you a question. Those who are running after your car, because of one small bottle of water you are going to buy, or one sachet, and you make them run, I think you are so wicked. If you not buy the thing, don't call them. But to make them run, then you don't buy. In the heat, they'll be walking. How many bottles of water do they sell a day? I'm asking you a question. What about those who have the shops? How much do they pay to rent the shop? And how much profit do they get to be able to go and pay for that rent again? It doesn't make sense at all. You are very Samuel. The way you are looking at me. I'm just asking you a question. Can you relate to their situation or you can't relate? You see, that's also why you shouldn't make yourself some way. Look at the bananas the person is selling. And then you are quarreling with her about it. Just give her the money she's asking for. Say, oh, me and say five. The woman said one, one, she says one banana is two CDs. So the three is six. You say, oh, with the mommy, me and say five. The one CD, what will it do to you? You see, now that I'm asking you the question, you see how you have made your face. Eh? Now that I'm coming home, you see how you have made your face. You have to think about it. How much sweat is she sweating? Will she even be able to sell all of it before it goes bad? So, so if she's not able to sell, what happens to the loss? So and right now, understand, allow understanding to come. It's not because you are wealthy, but you should just say to yourself, this one city crowd, what will it do for me? Let me just pay her what she asked. Let me just pay it. It's all right. Ah. Uchimor didn't too much. Are you there? And you call it wisdom. It's not wisdom. It's wickedness. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Please, those who work with computers, are they sweating or not? I know one of them, that the way he, he has been going without sleep is a bit worrying. Yeah. Are they sweating or not? They are sweating. Uh, I thought you said it is you alone who is sweating. 
Everybody. Artisans, are they sweating or not? Artisans, apart from the carpenters and masons, are the tailors and the seamstresses to them. That is why they tell lies like that. <laughs> my whole life, I've only met one seamstress who didn't lie. My entire life. Only one. Yes. She, she's the only person I know. The rest liars in Are you in the church? Have you ever built anything before? One of the major quarrels you have, you employ a mason and see. You quarrel just to make them do the right thing. To make them build your work in a straight line. That one too is because of another case. So that's why the guy, you have been taught how to make a straight line. Here is your thing you should put there to check. All fancy he says, looking with his eye. Before you come back in the evening, your wall that should have been like this. Uh, that one, it belongs to the third case. We'll discuss it. Today we are on the first one. All this one, I'm just showing you how the case of Adam is working. That whoever you are, you are sweating. Sweating to eat your bread. <laughs> As for the unskilled laborers, we will not talk about their own. Their sweat is obvious. What about the military people? You see, you see that the world is such that there are things that fool us. Their uniforms are very nice, oh. When you see them in your uniform, it's very nice, but oh, I remember when one of our GP went to do his whatever, and then I don't remember if it was a wedding we were doing or something. We we're still in Tamale at the time. And he arrived, and when he came, oh man, please. Beautiful. Beautiful, oh. But somebody's nonsense will send you to war. A war that makes no sense. You go and fight. They blow off your one leg, not the person's leg. And Ukraine area. Putin as he's sitting there, he has not lost his leg. He has not lost his arm. His colleague on the Ukrainian side, they are going and coming, going and coming. Oh, look at the lives that are spoiled. Totally spoiled. Totally, you are a military man. They say, go and do this. Whether you believe it, you don't believe it, you are supposed to, your allegiance is 100%, you go and do. Meanwhile, who pays? You pay. You will sweat. The church is getting very quiet on me. <clears throat> what a job. What a job. You should get up and go and put your life on the line for something you don't... In fact, wait, believing is another. Sometimes something you don't even care about. Do you think the average American soldier cares about Afghanistan or Yemen or any of... He does not care. But Charlie, you said you're going to be soldier. And they have decided they are going there to fight. And as they are going, they are going with your legs and your hands. Politician, he will sit in his safety and be talking. He also has his problems, but it does not include. And they have sent you there. Hey. You see that you are very quiet. Oh, yeah, my boy. <laughs> you see, but the reason is because there's a curse there. By the sweat of your brow, you eat bread. It says thorns and thistles are what it will bring you. And it can be very painful. One of our pastor friends, that's how he died. There was this case in Afghanistan where the uh, embassy did not have enough security. 
Hillary Clinton came under fire over this. Because they kept on sending messages. Listen, the people are going to attack soon. We need, we need the, uh, what do you call it? Equipment. We need it, we need it. They never brought it till the day the embassy was attacked. Our friend was there with the pistol when the people come in and come in with proper weapons. They finished him like that. He's one of the writers. He was one of those helping Bishop write the mega, uh, uh, the modern marriage book. Yeah. One of our very first, uh, what do you call it, counselors, marriage counselors in the church. And then from Ghana, he got the chance to go abroad with his family. He went and he joined the U.S. Army. They were saying the things. They never moved. They never did anything until the thing was stormed and people died. And then they are now doing an inquiry. And I remember as we were reading the inquiry, we were just, oh, Charlie. We wept. Uh, but Charlie, was, he, he said he's a soldier. That was his posting. And his wife told said, he said, his wife, he told his wife, as we are here, we are defenseless. We don't have anything. And just as they predicted, the place was attacked. Finish. <laughs> are you there? That's their work. Please, the entertainment industry, do they sweat? <laughs> Your favorite uh, singer, how many, <laughs> how many very good numbers does the person have? Why they are one, their whole life. Oh. It's one particular song that shot them to fame. And since then, they have been walking around looking for another. Just right. <laughs> are you there? And you see them doing things to try and remain celebrities. But the truth of the matter is that even this time frame over which they work, very short. Because by the sweat of thy brow, you eat bread. Hey, what about the sportsmen, the footballers? You say, oh, how many millions? I want to ask you how many of them even earn those millions. And the few who earn it, how long does it last? And while they are even earning it, they are just praying over their legs. And by the time they are 30, they say you are old. So you have just some five, six, seven years of your life to work. And that's it. Hey. <laughs> and do what? And then your wife will divorce you and take. That's why they are giving it to the mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not making sure anybody's thing. <laughs> So that when the wife went to check, there's nothing there. <laughs> Are you in the house or not? What about religious work? Ah, the pastors are saying, hey, the rest of you don't know that we sweat. <laughs> Yesterday when I was standing on campus and I was preaching this in the campus service, I was sweating, my, my, my whatever was soaked. And I told her, I said, I don't need to talk about that one. You can see that we sweat. This weekend, this is my fourth service. And you can see that the voice is threatening to go again. Yeah. And why did it go? It went because I preached every day for almost 22 days. And, and some of them I preached twice in the day. And some three times in the day. It's also part. Hey. And when you send us text at 11 p.m., what do you expect us to do? 
in Sanders at 2 a.m. Yeah. If you are, and if you are a pastor, you are not sweating. You are not a proper pastor. Because if you are a proper pastor, people's problems come at night. Not during the day. <laughs> just a couple of days ago, I was just watching my husband as he was sweating. His church member has called him at 11.30 in the night. That she's on the way to South Central Hospital. She's in labor. He knows that her husband works out of town, so he was not here. And he asked her, who is going with you? He said, I'm going alone. Hey! And he got up and started looking for my God. I have to call somebody. Somebody has to get there before. Otherwise, he said, dead baby will bring back. This is Ghana. <laughs> then he remembered that they had just moved one of his doctors. They called her, woke up in the night. The find I need a nest. I need somebody right now. Hey! You can't leave it. If you leave it, when they kill her, baby, you'll be crying. It's a sweat. You see, and you can be standing here insulting the nest, but it's because you don't understand what has gone on there too. Everybody has a case. Everybody has a case. We're standing here saying that our nurses and doctors are going abroad. You don't know that when a nurse finishes school now, for two years they're unemployed. Because our mind cannot understand that when you treat people like that, they will go. Does it even make sense? Uh, please, I didn't come to talk about their own. We are talking about our own. Because if I go there, we'll get stuck there. And that's what often happens. We see somebody's own. What about our own? What about when you also are in charge? Is it any better? Yes. Hallelujah. The political people, are they sweating? They are sweating, oh. Believe me to be yours truly. Hey. I thought you were insulting your MP recently. <laughs> me, I'm waiting for mine. It's the next year's election year. I hope he disappears because if he arrives, he will account for that road. I'll ask him what road he passed to come to my house, whether there was a road there. <laughs> hey, they are sweating, oh. All their sweats, they will come for four years when they we shall insult you. Are you here? And many, when they come down, they are in bad case, bad shape. So please, some of you who are planning to be politicians, when you are up there, you better be kind to people. Yeah. I remember one time when there was a change of government like that, and there was a man who had been the regional minister in. Um, of the northern region. And the man was a good man. He had really tried. And I remember that when he came down and he had nothing, it was the lecturers of the UDS who went to tell him, because he was qualified actually. I went to tell him that, oh, there's an opening here, apply for it and come and teach. But there was another guy, his contemporary, who had done his things and will watch him climbing on moto and riding through the town. Then we'll come to work and insult him. <laughs> But you should ask yourself, why did they want to help one? And the other one, there was no sympathy. It's how they behave when they're up there. Because you fight, and when you get up there, it's four years. Butcher eight. It's not easy. <clears throat> Push your neighbor and say, it's all the sweat. The sweat they talked about. The sweat. Let's quickly do the second curse. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 16. The curse on Eve. And to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be for thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Hey! Hmm. Have we seen it or we have not seen it? 
I will multiply thy sorrow. From the time a woman reaches adolescence, she will cry out till she will finish. <clears throat> no, it's true. Most anxiety disorders are more in women than men. Most mental issues more in women than men. Depression more in women than men. Many times the men are the reason. Okay. <laughs> In sorrow <laughs> shalt thou bring forth children. Hey, are you here? When you look at the hospital, we share every, every department we share, except a particular department, usually one of the largest, only for us. Hey, you there or you know the? Thy desire shall be to thy husband. What would have thought after all the things we have heard, we won't want to marry again? Hey. You day or you know day. And he shall rule over you. Now, these sentences are what accounts for what we see. Does it therefore mean that these cases, nothing can be done? Oh, of course not. You need to understand that because of where it's coming from and what generated the case, we cannot overturn it. Are you with me? We cannot overturn it. But what can you do? You can mitigate it. And how to mitigate, the first master key to mitigating these two cases is wisdom. That's the first one. Wisdom. Because with the wisdom of God, it will help you to make certain decisions. Amen. If whatever job you do, you sweat, then you'll be wise to pick a job you like. Uh -huh. Because just your liking it helps to mitigate it. Or, or you don't get what I'm saying. If you are sweating like this in a job you don't like, it worsens the burden. It worsens the burden. So you try to look for something you like. Now, there are times when in looking you don't find. Just say to yourself that I'm on my way. So if you are in something now which you don't enjoy, you are saying to yourself that I'm looking for the one I will enjoy. Are you there? Because that's one of the things that will really help us. Wisdom. You are a lady, you know that a man is going to rule over you, and please, whether you are in the west or east, is there. Then at least choose a wise man. Choose somebody who will not be hiding you in the dark, squeeze, squeezing you in the dark, use you like a piece of rubber. And as I'm speaking, I'm looking at these young people who are sitting over there looking at my face. Already the thing is a curse. Why are you going to make it worse? Because as the person is using you in darkness, you can imagine what's happening to you. Hey. Hmm. The, 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 the church is very quiet. <laughs> Rather, why don't you pick somebody who is ready to stand and say that, oh, I like this person. I would like to talk to your father about you. I would like to talk to your pastor. Then you can see that the person is a little serious. Or, or you don't get what I'm trying to say. But rather you go for the hidden ones. I'm watching you. Hey. And if you are a lady and somebody made you pregnant once, why are you doing the same thing again? The guy has still not gone to pay the diary and you are having another and another. Be careful. It does not mean that when the diary is paid, there is no problem. But I'm just trying to show you some of the simple ones you can read out. 
when you are walking with the man, open your eye. What you see is what you see. My husband says something. He says, if you are walking with a man who kicks a dog, get out of the relationship. Oh, it's a key. You are walking with a man who kicks a dog. It's a type of man who kicks a dog. It's a type of person. Mercy. Hey. The church is very quiet in life. It shows you what he will do with something that's dependent on him. Mm. Yeah. It is not that, you see, there are some women in the marriage who are very some way. But the case on marriage, it's to the woman, not to the man. And that's why you see that the suffering is by far the more. Even in the church. Hey, um, so please use your sense. Use your brain. Most of us, when we get, we fall in love, then you pack your brain. You pack it, the sense is no longer working. Everybody can see that the person is a catastrophe. You alone, you can't see. <laughs> are you in the church somebody who is selfishly guarding his money all the time that's exactly what he would do in the marriage just know it just know Hey, you have not married a guy he's insulting you he's not yet married to you then when he marries you you should know that the insults not fake ground are bearing the multiples As the nearest married, married man, do you insult your wife? And if he says yes, tell him he said, disgrace of a, be, of a believer. You don't insult. She should not insult you and you don't insult her either. Hey, it's not inside. So anybody, it's not inside. You are two Christians who are married. <laughs> hey. What's preaching? Christ, this that one is preaching from here this morning. Because the Bible says that you will submit to the man. So at least choose somebody that you respect so that you can submit to him. Don't go and choose somebody already. Now you don't respect him. You're already saying things. Nobody can tell me what to do. Then don't marry. There is no law that says you should marry by force. There's nothing like that. If you know you won't submit, don't marry. It's okay. Yay. Yay. Mercy. He says that the child, they bring you up children, there is sorrow. Then you two, you are now on your number six. Use your head, oh. And my husband says he wants many children. He should go and find them. Hey, pastor, are you teaching them to rebel? No, you are going to cry over your child. Let me tell you something. God made us different, too. When my children were doing BEC, I was dying of ivory paper with them. I was going and coming every day happy. Happy in life. Mm. We are just made different. So when they are doing the exams, you are in it with them. Yeah. Every day, I was okay, shall we go and do? Not because you don't care. We are just different. We are just different. You see, he says he wants them. You're going to have the seven. Okay, I'm watching you. Go and come. Rather begin to learn to negotiate. Negotiate your way out of it. Hey. Mm. I'm just showing you how to overcome the case. 
Because he is not going to cry a certain cry over the servant. You will cry it. When they are in hospital, who's going to be sitting there? Hmm. Hey. The church is very quiet today. Oh. Men, I hope you, you don't think that I'm preaching against you. I'm not. I'm just dealing with the problem. I'm dealing with the situation. I'm saying that see the thing how it is. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. See how it is. A couple of days ago, <laughs> one of our sons and his wife traveled somewhere. And when they went and they were coming back, they were arrested. And when they were arrested, she was released before he was released. So when she was released, she got her phone and she called us. And that's how we knew they had been arrested. This was around 11 p.m. So when she said it and she put the phone up, then we prayed. Ah, the rest of that, I couldn't sleep. Oh. I was just praying. My husband was asleep. <laughs> he has prayed his prayer. It, you see, what I'm trying to share with you, it's not a lack of love. It's a difference in the type of what is. The anxieties are almost like ours. Our wiring is just different. He, he has prayed. Oh, you don't get it. It's not that he didn't pray. He has hair. He has prayed. It's the end of a day. Charlie, Lord, you are on it. Me. I prayed and 11.30 met me. I prayed at 12. I sent his wife a text. Have they released them? No, mommy. At 12.15, I sent her another text. Charlie, how? No, mommy. 12.30, then we're complaining. What are they doing? Till around 1.30 a.m. Please, the father, he has slept. He has prayed his I need you to see that our wiring is just different. So if I know that my wiring is different, then I won't do the seven. Because you seven, you pray seven prayers and sleep. Be happy, awake for number one, awake for number two, awake for number three. I'm just saying, so wisdom will help us. Hallelujah. And not just any wisdom, but God's wisdom. Because the wisdoms are different. There's a wisdom of the world which takes you to a certain point, but it doesn't take you completely through. <laughs> hmm. Let's go to Daniel chapter 5. Daniel 5. Give me verse 11 and 12. Daniel 5, 11 and 12. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Who thy king, the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Verse 12. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard subsentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel who the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and let him show the interpretation. Now why am I reading the story? You see, the story of Daniel is an interesting one and we all know him as somebody who became very prominent where he was, and he was actually like a vice president under four different people. And that's like saying, NDC comes and you are the vice president, MPP comes, you are the vice president, TPP comes and you are the vice president. One last party. <laughs> one last 
You see, so something that doesn't usually happen. Usually you are vice president under one. When the other comes, they move you and put somebody there. But he was there under four of them. Why? And these scriptures tell us something about the man. Somebody with an excellent spirit, somebody with knowledge, understanding, the ability to interpret dreams, show things. Are you here? What you need to understand and know is that this man, Daniel, was actually somebody who had been castrated by the people. He was a eunuch. He had been taken as a captive, he and his people. And they were in the king's palace. And one of the things they used to do in those days is that they would castrate the men. Because castration meant something. It was not only that you won't have children, but it also meant that you could be used for certain things. Are you there? By castrating a man, they removed from the man a certain drive. So even the ability to rebel has been removed from you. Even the ability to take matters into your own hand has been removed from you. So they will do it so that they can now use you as a servant who they know. No matter what's going on, you won't rise up and, and take. And that is a kind of situation. No matter how excellent his spirit, he couldn't get his balls back. No matter how much understanding or knowledge he had, he couldn't get his balls back. <laughs> are, you, are you in the church? However... He had a very good life because of these things that he had. In the same way, you and I, we can't undo the curse of Adam. And we cannot undo the curse of Eve. But by an excellent spirit, and by knowledge, and by understanding, and by wisdom, we can have a really good life. Yes, sweat, we are sweating as we are working. But we can have a good life. Yes, sweat, we are sweating in the marriage. But we can have a good life. Hallelujah. The man, his circumstance, he could not change it. In terms of that basic circumstance. But he could change a lot of other things. We can also change a lot of things when we understand that this is how the situation is. Hallelujah. Stop crying about the fact that, hey, I'm so tired. Listen, that's life, okay? That's life. Stop sending your friends texts that I'm very stressed. It's also life. Push your neighbor and say, that's life. Mm, that's life. If you change the job, cry, you'll still be stressed. So change it if you like. But <laughs> change it so maybe you get the one you like. Are you in the church? Yeah. I'm a pastor. I really like pastoring. So when I see your text that has arrived at 2 a.m., it's later that it will be occurring to me that by you cry, don't you think that I sleep sometimes? But when I see it, I'll answer. I'll respond. There's an issue, I'll respond. Because I like being a pastor. I like what I'm doing. Are you there? Yeah, the work can be hard. It can be tough. It can be everything. But Charlie, ah, I like what I'm doing. So if you don't like what you're doing, start to ask the Lord. Lord, lead me into what? So that you stop complaining. Have I come standing and say that, look, I'm so stressed. Eh. Hallelujah. The second thing that will help you is the word of God. I have to end on this point. We're going to pick it up again next week. But the word of God will help you. Because in the word are so many things that show you a way out. Hallelujah. In the word of God, so many ways to go out. An example, Malachi chapter 3 and verse 18 says that he will make a difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. So in certain circumstances, you stand on it. That Lord, help me out because I serve you. But if you didn't know that that verse was there, 
you would not use it. Are you with me? So the word of God is full of a lot of things, a lot of promises that help you out. In conclusion, I will just share that, this scripture that I'm sharing with you. There was a time when one of my sons went to do an exam. It was an oral exam. And as the exam was going on, they used to go in one by one to do it. Said it was a good exam because everybody who went in, you see, you come from here, go in, do the thing, and then you go out this way. Everybody, you could see that, oh, not bad. Then some guy, some guy, tell me about some guy, said the guy who was just before him, the guy went in. He doesn't know what the guy did or said. He heard the examiner shout. The man was angry. He had spoiled whatever it is. So, and he heard the examiner tell the guy, get out, get out. And he was next. He said, may Radhi, I'm dead. Because as I'm going, the man has not had an opportunity to come down from his annoyance. As I'm entering, I'm entering into the... So he entered. He said, well, he did his best according to the thing. But he came to tell me about it because he knew that this man, I mean, it will have an effect. This medical school, they don't care to bring the results. When the results came, all the people who came before the boy asked. The guy. You see, when I was praying, I remembered this, uh, this promise. And I said, Lord, make a difference. Maybe this guy has gone into an unfortunate situation, but make a difference. You said you make a difference for those who saved you. Make a difference. The boy had an F. My son was after him on the thing. He passed. Everybody else to the end of the list failed. Yeah? And it's very clear. The failure is not even a failure. The man is, you see, the thing about orals, very, very subjective, subject to the person. Hey, the guy bought, this man has spoiled everything. But why was my son not inside? God had made a difference between those who serve him. Hallelujah. So I'm just saying, sharing this with you to say that in the word of God, and as you said, there are so many nuggets and things that help us to climb over or to get out of the difficulty of the curse of Adam and the curse of Eve. Stand to your feet. Next week we shall continue. Just lift up your voice and begin to pray for yourself. You pray. You pray. May we walk in wisdom. Wisdom in the words. Wisdom in the word of God. To bring down the curse. We thank you. Yes, Lord. Now, if you are here today, maybe today is your first time you are here in church, but you have not Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. The Bible says in Revelations that God has a certain book called the Book of Life, and one day when we get to the gates of heaven, He will open that book. If your name is not written in that book, He will ask you to go to hell. But today. You want to give your life to Jesus. And Jesus, God in heaven, will write your name in that book. You are here. You are not sure whether your name is written in the book of life. But before we go, you can be sure. And you can be sure that my name will be written. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. For God to write your name in the book of life. I want you to lift your hand with me like this. Your right hand up high. And I will pray with you. God bless you. Lift your right hand hand with me, say that, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus as I come to church. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. Lift your hands up, right up like this. God bless you. Lift your hand. God bless you, my brother. 
God bless you, my brother. Now, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me here as I'm in the front here. Come. Come to me here. And let's pray. Come. If you lifted up your hands, come. Come to me. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't look at anybody by you. It is between you and your God. And I want you to come. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my brother. Come. Come and stand in front of you. bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus for God to wash away all your sins. God bless you. Now, pray with me. I want you to repeat after me. Is that okay? So close your eyes and repeat after me. And church, also close your eyes and repeat after me. Let's help them to pray. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Say it well from your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Thank you for washing away all my sins. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. Thank you for forgiving me all my sins. I give you all my heart. I give you all my life. In Jesus' name I pray. God bless you, my brother. I want to praise you. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.